What's good, y'all? You're rocking with the cool ones. I go by the name of Jam TJ. I go by the name of Trizzy Trey. And it's the Pop Young. It's been a minute, Trizzy. It has been a it's minute. It's been a minute. A whole lot's changed. Yeah, whole lot's been going on. Uh, Still looking a little green out here. Yeah. But <laughs> money long, money it is, green. <laughs> it is starting to change colors nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so much green anymore, you know, in the summer. You know, it, yeah. it don't feel like summer no more. <laughs> Ah, shoot, it was like 102 yesterday. Yeah, you might. You, you know, you're right there. Two. You're right there. Feeling feeling some temperatures out there. Temperatures, feeling but, very tropical, windy. But it's good to be back. Yeah. How, how you been? Good, man. Just family, you know, out of school, studying, and, you know, trying to get ready, man, and trying to transition to things. You know, you? There we go. Pre- prepping. That's all it is. Yep. No spilling the Dooms, beans. Doomsday prepping. Yeah, man. <laughs> Holiday prepping. Yeah. Yeah. Money bag prepping. Travel prepping. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All of that prepping. You already know. All, all of that. All of it's that. like a prep mill, you know? Yeah, like, pretty much. You got everything in the boxes. Unfortunately, like... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's planning time, just not go time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You but know? other than that, everything's been good. I feel been that. Good. That's good. That's real good. A lot, of, a lot of shit in the news, a lot of, a lot of things been, <clears throat> been circulating, speaking of uh, temperatures. Wow. Oh. Circulating, huh? Yeah, a little bit. We, we did that on purpose? That's, yeah, it kind of fell into that. Yeah, all in the circle? <laughs> okay, well. The eye if, of the If storm, that's where we're going. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's where, where we're we going. headed. Uh, we headed to Alabama. Uh, <laughs> Sharpie Gate. <laughs> we're going to start with Sharpie Gate. <laughs> Here's my thing, though. Like I told you earlier. In that man's defense, in Donald Trump's defense... The memes are fire. <laughs> <laughs> that man ain't no weatherman. Yo, the memes are fire. The memes are fire. The man, but, the man is no weatherman. But, Even though he gets a lot of shit wrong like weatherman, he's still no weatherman. I, I agree with what Anderson Cooper said, though. What do you say? The, the... The fact that the weather changes so frequently and currently, or frequently, and unpredictably, mm-hmm. uh, the updates every hour look different. Yeah, you're right. Donald Trump took some took a chart from Thursday and presented it on Saturday. Now that's not even the wildest part. So what you the, telling the me? The man is part, misinformed like crazy. Uh, not misinformed, but. Is dumb enough to ask for the original chart that has been undoctored. <laughs> Which, the doctored part would be the updates. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. I feel that. I feel that. Like he wants the masters. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> does. Yeah, he, want, he wants all publishing credit, like all that stuff. The thing, it's now, funny to me. That's not the only crazy part. I'm handing the phone over to him because I, I really, I'm not sure who the NOAA oh, yeah. Is it's the national? I'm gonna get into that too. The National Organization of Americanized America. <laughs> that- I don't know. I I have no clue. I actually have a screenshot because I wanted to touch on how hurricanes get their how, names. How do you how do you like decide you're not gonna go with your scientists that you employ to do their job? Right. But you're gonna go with okay. Yeah. As well. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to everybody impacted. Yes, yes. By Dorian, all seriousness. Um, 
he a badass kid. Wow. <laughs> if we had a problematic light, that's... Yeah, that's where it would go. We need a soundboard. We do need a soundboard. That's what we're going to work on. Hey, you know what? Right, the next time you come to yeah. the Papillon... We're going to have a soundboard. I'm going to say this, too, before we get into more of it. Like, what we do here, it takes time, it takes our money, it takes our time to give you guys. Because when you guys listen, it's all free. So what we would like y'all to do... And our attention. Yes. Attention is hard. our time of research, like Trey and I, you know, uh, texting back of information. You know how many Googles we waste on this? Oh my gosh, man. Like, we are trying to be informed, well informed. So what we would like y'all to do is screenshot the podcast, hit us up on the pop yawn at twitter and you know give us some suggestions like i said screenshot the podcast of your favorite things hit us up on some topics that you guys want to listen to and like i said it is free for y'all and it's not and it's 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 not free for us okay we invest a lot of time a lot of research that goes into this and a lot of discussions so yeah but like i said dorian's a badass kid like, I was thinking... <laughs> I can slide the promo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to pay the bills. Segway monsters. Yeah, we got to pay the bills. Yeah, straight up Segway Back to your regular schedule program. But, yeah, but man. But I was reading, like, I asked, I asked Google, the all Google mm-hmm. that knows all, mm-hmm. and I was like, how do hurricanes get their names? And yeah, it says... What, what, do you, what do you know on that? It's a... Uh... It's a system, I remember. Yeah. Like, it goes, like, alphabetized. Like, there's certain reasons that one's a boy name, one's a girl yeah. name. And beforehand, so here's some more, more history. Hurricanes were always named females, just like ships were always named females that were on the sea. And now they changed the narrative where they're both male or female, depending on the category. So the NOAA, which is the National Hurricane Center, does not control the name of the tropical whoa, whoa, storms. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The what is the, the NOAA, which is the what National Hurricane Center, but I think right. it still doesn't give the acronym of the NOAA. Okay, because I was gonna say this. <laughs> it's like we missing two A's. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> like last time I did my alphabets. <laughs> Yeah, them letters. But, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I still, I, I'm going to have to see what the NAA, NOA is. And it says they don't control uh, the name of tropical storms. Instead, there is a strict procedure, like you said, Trizzy, um, established by the World Meteorologist Organization for Atlantic Hurricanes. There is a list of male and female names which are used on a six-year rotation. How'd they come up with Dorian? You know what I mean? Like, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Okay. Okay. So National Water and Wind and Wind stuff. Is that a hotel? The Windham? It, it might be. <laughs> yeah. It's the W's built in strategically safe locations. You know. That's that's what the extra money's for. You know. And, and no disrespect to anybody out there that got a child named Dorian. We just this is all shits and giggles. We just playing around like don't take that serious. That's probably what he tells you when he's being a little badass, yeah, badass kid, kid. I mean, he don't de- he don't destroy shit all the way. Yo, no, he, <laughs> he destroyed the Bahamas all the way. Certain the, areas, like he yo, fucked them up your Bahamas, kitchen. Them Bahamas is flat. Yeah, and like a badass kid like Donald Trump, he 
gets the sharpie on your walls. Yep. And he's circling Alabama. Driving, yeah. <laughs> he could definitely find that. <laughs> he was misinformed on that. And if he, not, he, he he could circle it anyway. Yeah, you're right though. You're right. But this the hurricane shit is crazy though. Like 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 you said before, like, you know, our heart goes out to those that lost their houses, lost their families and, you know, all their their prized possessions and the things. The entire like, Bahamas. No vacation. Wow. No vacation. No chill. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no chill here. <laughs> Like it, it's it. He it's, wasn't going to Turks, no way. No, you, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I had no plans. But mm-hmm. no Bahamas, though, man. Like parts of Florida. Do you think they're gonna get the same treatment that Puerto Rico got? Yeah. I hope they learn from what happened in Puerto Rico. I hope they come with more. How do you learn from like nobody sending what? you supplies? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Surprise! Right, you destroyed it. Like, no, I hope, I hope the administration, like, president, showing up throwing t-shirts. Nah, like, you get a t-shirt, you get a t-shirt, and then like after three, being like, all right, yo, fuck that, we good. <laughs> we we got the pictures. Yeah, let's we go. Made, we, we gotta go. I got a golfing trip in Portland, in uh, Poland. Like, you know, I canceled. Huh. Like, I, I really hope they they show some more compassion to those that have lost you know, their homes and prized possessions and families. And I hope they learn from what happened to Puerto Rico. Like Puerto Rico is still fighting for their resources that they lost all that time yeah. ago. Like they're still Be- fighting. Being ignored all the way through. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how the Bahamas are handled. Yeah, I agree. Because a, a lot of U.S. money goes in the Bahamas too, though. Yeah. A both lot of ways. that circulated, man. Like, it goes both ways, mm-hmm. definitely. So I, I really hope, I really hope they, they change, change their perspective on that, and you know, do their due diligence to help those people. I would hope so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I would I hope, hope so, so too. Definitely. I would uh, hope so too. And thoughts and prayers to everybody yet to be impacted as yes. of this this recording. Yes. Yes. Uh, right now is. In the Carolinas, mm-hmm. shooting more northward. Yep. Boston area. Like, you know, the house can be rebuilt. I know everybody has insurance. Mostly everybody has insurance, but please protect yourselves. Your yes. families. Like, yes. please protect Stay yourselves. Stay safe. Like, the house, your your life is worth more than the house. Come on. You can rebuild a house. You can't rebuild a life. Period. Definitely not the time to take it lightly. No, no, it's not. It re- it really isn't, man. Really isn't. So yes, please be safe. Please protect. Um, oh, speaking of, hmm. with that happening, who would you want to be your president? Now that we're coming up on this election year and everything, okay. okay. Who would you want to be your president in the time of a crisis, such as, I don't know, um, what would happen in Colorado? You know what? Red Dawn. Red Dawn always happens in Colorado. Red Dawn or the Walden Canyon Fire. Who you want? Yeah, who you want? Who you want over there? <laughs> uh, shooting for, shooting for you to get back. Uh, who's the cat that played uh, the president in Independence Day? 
No, I have no idea. <laughs> I remember Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And a little little dude from from Fresh Prince. You know, I don't I don't know. I just like I said, I want I just want the administration, regardless of what party they claim, I just want them to show more compassion for the people that are affected. Period. Like I don't care who's in office, just show compassion and and show the credit where it's due and show the love and you know, relief where it's due, regardless mm-hmm. of the political party, because like we're all human and that should be taken care of. That should be the number one priority that should be done regardless of the political party that they they claim. Who would you think? Who would you want? That's that's a tough question. It's man. very hard. Uh, I think a lot of them are unproven. Um, yeah. So I, I, I can't really... It's hard for me to say I want Bernie to be my president mm-hmm. if something goes left where I'm at. Yeah. But the rest of the country is okay. Yeah. Like you said, the fire the fire is probably a better example than Red Dawn. Mm-hmm. Red Dawn was kind of everywhere. I mean, yeah, uh, but we got the military base and, you know... Yeah, we, we always... We're... Both of them happen here. Yeah. Thor hap- Thor saved everybody here <laughs> with Uzis that can shoot yes. straight. 2012 happened and everybody came here. Yeah, exactly. Even though Russia's the bad guy in both of them mm-hmm. and apparently our leader likes them. Done. Yeah. And Japan sided with, with Russia too. If you watch um, The Man in the High Tower, it happens here in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, that happens here in Colorado? Yes, it does. They they migrate. Colorado is the neutral who's the, state. Who's the man in the high tower? The man in the high tower is Hitler. Oh, shit. Yeah, so picture... Why is Hitler in Colorado? So picture picture the world if we lost World War One. World War Two. Sorry, World oh, War Two. Okay. Picture if we lost World War Two. Okay. We would be in a different world ran by Russia and... We'd probably be speaking Nazis. German. Exactly. It would be more taught that way. And the neutral zones are actually the Rocky Mountains. So, Montana, Wyoming, all the way down. And Texas is its own country, pretty much. California is owned by... or All the the West Coast are owned and ran by the Japanese. Mm -hmm. And all the East Coast is ran by Russia or Germany. Okay. And then, like I said, the neutral zone is in Colorado. So, everybody migrates to the neutral zone. And then in 2012 with John Cusack, all that stuff happened on the East Coast where all the waters and everything, everybody floods inward. Colorado and the Rocky Mountains because of higher ground. Hmm. So you're telling me the weather is going wild for somebody else's entertainment? Mm-hmm. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably somebody with the drone right now just watching everybody freak out, flip out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they somewhere high, like, yep, I'm glad I know where I'm at. Yep. Yeah, watch this on the app. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook Live. It's again. Instagram yeah. Live. That's where the world's coming to. It's where it's already at. It's live. Yeah, yeah. It's, so that's, it's live. that's the moment. It's it live. can't be more live than yeah, live. You're right, you're right. You can replay back that live moment, but I was there. Yeah. I was there. And you wasn't with me. So yeah, it's it wasn't it's with me insane. shooting in the gym. Right, you wasn't with me flying the drone. In the gym. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. So it's we don't got the soundboard, so you got Travis Scott that 
It's lit. Oh, I was like, straight up. <laughs> yeah, speaking of ad libs, like you and I were talking earlier, how much oh. do you think the ad libs cost? I yo yeah, cause I I imagine me and you barking all over a track, uh, we probably don't get much. Nah, but DMX with the same bark. Yep. You yep. don't even got to howl at the moon. Yeah, he got to spit a okay. verse. Uh, yeah. If when I can't remember the words, I just hum through it. Mm-hmm. Kid but Cuddy. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm making the same <laughs> as the Kid Cudi hums. Listeners, how Who much decides? you think? Yeah, how much you think Kid Cudi charges for his Kid Cudi hum on a track? Yeah, Te- well, I just want to get him Twitter. to hum. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want I want to kick a whack song. And have him hum on it and see if that same formula works for me. Straight up. And then I'm going to just ask if I can keep that vocal. Remix it, chop it up that. all the time. I'm going to need that. Or Swiss Beats. It's showtime. Mm. How much did the ad libs cost? I wonder if he does the bow sound. Oh. Mm. Ooh. Swiss, holler at us. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, somebody with knowledge on how the song splits go. Because I am interested in how much yeah. money these cats are going to get yeah. for. I, I want to see that. I want to see those numbers and Yo, percentages. You know what? We should we should be able to find it because how many songs do we know that just have Jeezy ad-libs on the chorus but have no Jeezy on the song? Yeah. 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 How, how much you get paid for that Jeezy? Lil Wayne too. Mm-hmm. Baby. Pick a baby. Yeah. Baby. The baby. Little baby. Yeah. Big baby. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know how much people are getting paid for the fat ad libs. Skinny baby. <laughs> Skinny fat baby. Ethiopian belly baby. <laughs> Like Michelin tire fat baby. Yeah. All kind of them babies. Yeah, I want to know how much Migos gets paid for their ad libs too. Yeah. Because they got a lot of ad libs. A lot. I wonder how much they get paid every time they make that phone sound. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Or scoot, scoot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I ain't got no auto tune. See, that we need auto tune for that part. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. More than likely. Like, I think it makes the play a lot cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still stuck on the fact that we need a soundboard, yeah. man. <laughs> see? You see what we're working with? Um, Cre- um, creators. Creators over here. We need by a the next time, By the next time we have it, it's going to be Yeah, it's we're going to get a sound bar. We're going to get uh, what is it, sound pad? Sound bar? What, what is it called? We don't know yet. Yeah. But we're going to have to sound something. We, yeah. There's yeah. going to be some stuff making noises. Yeah, we're going to have our own ad libs. Exactly, to accentuate without <laughs> us actually making the noise. I don't think we hit the right pitch. Sound bites. There we go. Yeah. We're going to do that. Crispity crunchity. <laughs> yeah, we're we going we gonna to find some ad libs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. We're going to have the ad libs going. But you and I were talking about the Johnson and Johnson stuff. Cool, yes. cool me in on some details on that because I'm having a hard yes. time like seeing Johnson and Johnson pushing that 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 narrative of them impacting the opiate crisis. 
We're going to get heavy on okay. that a little bit. Just a little bit more. A little bit longer. And I don't want to misquote this. Yeah. So. Oh, well. That was if I actually pull up the article. But basically, Oklahoma judge uh, has charged him with paying 500 like over half of but $572 million in a settlement uh, for basically helping fuel the state's opioid crisis for a certain period of time. Um, right now it's being argued by the chief financial, chief financial officer or CFO, Jason Walk. You know, he said it feels very good about appealing the judgment. He says the facts don't align with the judge's conclusion. Johnson Johnson did not cause the opioid crisis. If you think about that state, the opportunity had to present over four weeks of presenting their case. They were unable to find a victim that was impacted by a Johnson Johnson product. They were unable to bring a physician who would say, da, 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 okay, da, da, da. Uh, basically, what it helps do, though, is it sets the precedent uh, that the big pharma companies can be held liable for their roles. I agree with where that. Where before, they were immune because to them it was, you well, we risk. make it, but it's up to the doctors to prescribe it. I got you. So if you're found making heroin, you're going to jail, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not, well, I give it to people who don't use, and it's up to them what they do with it. Hmm. Or I... You know, I give it to people who should use it responsibly. But at the same time, it's like you are doing something intent of selling of a category, what, one, two drug Mm -hmm. that's very toxic and very addictive. Right. So was Johnson & Johnson pushing the narrative of the opiates in their commercials or were they just simply um, backing up the opiates? What I believe is they were one of the. Hmm. See, and that's you know, what, I don't want to be. But that and that's where I was like, wait, what were they pushing the narrative of that? Like, were they actually in there saying like opiates don't cause overdoses and you know and this that and the third and they're actually promoting this stuff and they have inside doctors that are selling. This I believe stuff. I believe they do because they're part of the uh, the bigger lawsuit. Okay. And they have lawyers going to the Supreme Court and all that good stuff, too. Okay. Um, which okay. means, to me, they do have opioid products. Okay. I'm just not in the know about what they are. Yeah, me um, That's a little crazy, though. Johnson Johnson making baby lotion and baby powder, and y'all, y'all tied up with opioids. Oh, everybody is. Y'all are wild. Like, well, we got to get in. Oh, yeah. This baby Tylenol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give your baby some acetaminophen, a.k.a. <laughs> mm-hmm. That Yeah, that's very interesting, you know, how that is, that they're kind of being held liable for it. Let me see this. Oh. Now, okay. What what does that say? Now, okay. Now that makes more sense. Okay. Now, now what does that say? Though? It says, according to documents made public during the trial by 2016, Johnson and Johnson right. subsidiary Norma, uh, 
Normico was allegedly the nation's top supplier of opioids, including oxycodone, found in oxycontin, and Percocet hydrocodone, found in Vicodin, codeine, and morphine. So they got ties. Oh. A lot of ties, a lot of ties. ties. <laughs> See, what we need is a sound. Yeah, they got... Y'all could have heard Drake right there. Yeah, yeah. Instead of mob ties, y'all got drug ties. Yep. Johnson and Johnson ties. A lot of ties. Not bow ties. Instead of Drake singing it, you got me singing yeah. it. <laughs> See, we need, a, we need a sound bite on Trey singing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We just need to... We need the Drake. See, and now that makes sense. Yeah. That makes so much more sense to me now. Because that's, that's not part of Johnson and Johnson's argument at all at all. Wow, we might blew the top off on that one. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Heard it here Steam first. everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> blew the roof off. No badass little kid. No badass little kid. Yo, I was hey, about hey, to hey. say, I was so about to say Hurricane Damien. <laughs> That's another badass little kid. <laughs> Who knows a Damien or Dorian that does what they're supposed to do? <laughs> Like naming it that, you just know you're like, yo, you're gonna go to jail somewhere. <laughs> like, just hopefully just, you learn your lesson in juvie, and that's what counts. Just but give it up. Just yeah, know your fate. You ain't got a shot. <laughs> we stack these odds against you. <laughs> Straight up, though. Like we said, no disrespect. We're just joking. It's purely jokes. You gotta laugh at yourself sometimes. So sometimes of, they're jokes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're true. Yeah. So, so speaking of the world against them, we're going to jump into another topic. Rock Nation and the Dreads with the NFL. Well, should we jump two, into that two yet? Separate ones. Okay. That's two separate well, ones. Well, I mean, against the world, like, them cutting the Dreads off so they can be more suitable uh, civilians in the world, in, in society, because they, they're no longer being looked at by their dreads as being something of urban or something of ghetto. Because that that was not Rock Nation. That was a different school, prep school. Okay. But they were having the black players who had dreadlocks cut their dreads to a closer cut. Now, they they highlight dreadlocks. I, I didn't know if that meant they also were cutting afros. Yeah. Any hair over a certain length. Were the other kids allowed to wear ponytails? Mm-hmm. Man um, buns. Exactly. Was the length thing a requirement for both ways? I, I don't know. For, yeah. I mean, all colors or something like that. Is yeah. it shall be no longer than this length for everybody? In which case, I hope nobody who cares about their hair goes there. Or I hope they produce massive results. Yeah. But either way, they're they're young kids. They should be able to express themselves. Yeah. Uh we could sit back and say, Oh, that's gonna hurt your chances in the future. We're we're kind of in an area now where that's becoming more commonplace yeah, already. Yeah, it's kind of acceptable now. Like yeah. natural hair is more acceptable. Yes. Like yeah, way more know. acceptable. Long hair is way more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have people in boardrooms with neck tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once again, are you telling the kids with ponytails the same thing? Are you telling the kids with cornrows the same thing? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you telling that kid with the long mohawk down the middle, the same thing? Right. Um, well, how long are bowl cuts allowed to be? Right. It was the difference between a bowl cut and an afro. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting with that. And what? I think they donated 400000 for the charity. Wow. It was like 400000 for the charity of that. Um, so I'm going to pull up the... The fact right here. That's crazy. Yeah. Who who donated that? It says. Um, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Batman. Right. Tony Stark. Uh. I believe it was the four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. Yeah, four hundred thousand. They donated. To it. Um. Because it's the Inspired Change Social Justice Group is funding a visiting and visiting a nonprofit that wants to cut off the locks of Chicago black youth for a better life. So they're basically cutting off their locks and their dreads and they donate it $4,000 to the company. Uh, Rock Nation and the NFL will donate 400000 to two organizations dedicated to empowering Chicago youth before the league kicks off the event uh, for this week. And that's what they, they're entailing. Wow. The Crushers Club is an organization receiving part of the 400000 k and the NFL's uh, Inspire to Change Money. They right. engage youth with activities, but it appears part of the agenda um, is to change the characters of the youth. Changing the characters by making them conform is something I'm against. Yeah, yeah. Pushing conformity yeah. in that way. Uh, there's no no statistical reason to cut somebody's hair in hopes that it changes their attitude. Yeah. Last I heard, the brain and stuff doesn't function that no. way. And there's it bald-headed people that kill people. Bald-headed people who do immoral things. And they're, they, yeah, they shave everything, probably. Mm-hmm. I agree. So and I I also I feel like that's that. wrong. Yeah, it is very wrong, and and it's also the perception of the person looking at the person who has the dreads or the long hair. It's right. that other person's perception, and it's just like, well, why would they bring that perspective and automatically put them in that box? And that's just the narrative of them that they don't care to know or want to know what that person is about because of their cover of their book. Right. It's like, and you and I both grew up very differently. Like, we never judged anybody how they looked. Like, we only judged them on how they treated us. Right. Period. And a lot of things are very different when it comes to that, especially in corporate place. Like, you and I had the, the conversation about um, natural hair, uh, like, especially women, they were actually making that a law that they couldn't discriminate in New York against women with natural hair in yeah. the business, in the corporate right. world. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought it was the other way around. No. I guess they, the women a, that had like uh, crazy extensions that couldn't be. I See, I don't know on that part if it was the extensions. I, I think it, they they were kind of talking about on different colors too. Like no, no natural non-natural colors could be in the business place and I totally agree with that 
But I think they were getting up in arms when it came to them having natural hair, like the dreads or the not straightened look. Like one of the uh, the young ladies, her boss actually asked her and was like, when are you going to straighten your hair? And she's like, why do I have to straighten my hair? Well, you, you look better with it curly and the, the executives will like you better if your hair was straightened instead of curly. Hmm. So I'm just like, uh, why would you say that to her? Right. Like, why, why would you like do that? Like, bad time, bad. Yeah. So, like, in that kind of, that area there. Right. Which was very, very interesting. But then I can, now. I can see that. Like, I, got, I, I said on Twitter a couple weeks ago, like, I hope Jay-Z does something great with the NFL's narrative. I right. hope he does. Alright, got got some clips real quick. Okay. And I'm going to start with the longer one just because, just because I am. I'm hoping that it encompasses the whole thing that I'm thinking is going to be the snippet. Alright, hold on, let me start from the, start from the beginning. Here we go. Maybe. Think about the idea of uh, growing up in a single parent house, which I grew up in, which me grew up in, and having an adverse feeling for authority, right? Your father's gone, so you're like, I hate my dad. Oh, nobody tell me what to do. I'm the man in the house. And then you hit the street and you run into a police officer. And his first thing is, put your hands up, freeze, shut up. And you're like, excuse my language, everybody. You're like, fuck you, right? So that, that interaction causes people to lose lives. You think about the idea of... Uh, I, I don't think a single parent household has to do with that, though. Statistically, he's he's correct. I, I get what he's saying statistically. Um, growing up in a household without a father or father figure mm -hmm. usually leads to more aggressive men. that Or boys coming up. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it tends to lead to unchecked authority, uh, statistically speaking. I think we need to address a little bit earlier than he's addressing. Yeah. In the then the cop looks to a young black kid and his first words are put his put your hands up. That's the issue to me. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is a bad approach, and. I see where he's going with the whole idea of that's a just a bad concoction of uh, a kid with a authority issue mm -hmm. and a scared cop who has a gun who feels he could talk any sort of way in a neighborhood that might get him heightened. Exactly. And then when the kid reacts the way the kid does, he feels justified to shoot. Yeah. I see where he's going. Yeah. I think we need to address a lot in in that scenario. I agree. If we cannot address the household uh, for, let's say, being a more supportive place, a more desirable place for that youth to be, um, rather than them going out and doing whatever, 
I think that helps. True. That's very true. Um, I also think changing cop interactions with people. I think it's a whole change in tra- training that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're trained to shoot first and make sure that only their side of the story is told. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad out here, man. It is sad. I seen a video the other day. There were two cops that were um, pursuing a guy and he was running around. He, Mind you, he killed four people. Uh, a woman, two kids, and a man or something like that. The cops tried to pursue him more and they couldn't get a hold of him. They didn't take any deadly forces or anything like that towards him to apprehend him. And in the mix of all things, he choked out somebody in front of the cops and the cops didn't apprehend him. So I'm going to more of that. The dude was completely butt naked. He priorly he killed four people then he proceeded to choke another person in front of a cop and the cop didn't use any force to apprehend this man nope i don't care if you're naked like the naked part yeah uh i'm thinking like you can't use the taser no uh you're probably too scared to do the oc because you're gonna spray anything in the vicinity but at that point though and I guess I guess it comes down to the fact of place and time type of cop area. Exactly. But the dude, he already took four lives, and you still let him go on a rampage. Choked out a dude in front of you, and it's you still yeah, and you still couldn't apprehend him. Yeah. But someone else who was unarmed, you shot first mm-hmm. instead of trying to apprehend him. Exactly. Regardless if he's naked or clothed. And they let that man do that thing. And then, finally, they defuse the situation and put him in cuffs. What? Not one shot was fired from the suspect to the cops or from the cops to the suspect. And they were afraid to take him down after he killed four people and choked out a person in front of them. Yeah, that might have just been the warm-up. Right? Yeah, you kill four people, choke out somebody else in front of me. Right. Yes, I'm backing down too. Yeah. You win. You, right. You win in this. Chess. Checkmate. Yep. Oh, you want more people to go in and help? Help? You want me to watch back here and make sure I'm saying. nobody gets hurt. You yeah. don't blindside nobody. Yeah. It, it's just wild. Like you said, like it, the police training has to be a little bit different. It has to be geared more like diffuse the situation. If it's a Don't be scared. Yeah. If you're scared, wait for backup. Right. Go to church. Like, we, we, we can't... They can't go in... Like, and I can't even speak on that because I'm not a cop. And cops have a dangerous job. They do. But it it's crazy that they're very low on the list on having the most dangerous job. And, I, and it's simply because they don't get that many severe cases... As to why they're super low on the list, the number one is a sea, is an ocean uh, fisherman. Really? Yes. Explain. Because there are, if you ever seen the deadliest catch, All right? Where they catch the crabs, the big ass lockups, yeah. And the 
waves and all that crazy shit, like, they have the most dangerous job for their life. Um, yeah, look at, well, look I, at the I list. know the crab fishing, yeah, mm-hmm. the crab fishing, definitely. Yeah. The yeah. dangerous fishing, or dangerous catch, definitely. Yeah. But, like, salmon and stuff, they just swim down streams. You just Yeah, yeah. Big name, catch them. Let me see. So... Okay, so this is an updated list. Um, January 8th, 2019. 25 most dangerous jobs. um, Electrician is 25th, but the number one is... Yeah, fishers and related fishing workers. Fatal injuries in 2017, 100 per 100,000 workers. 41 fatal injuries, 120 non-fatal injuries. And their median wage is twenty eight thousand dollars. Yep. Well, I sent you the the link. We saw that uh, a bunch of jobs that are being added. Mm-hmm. The average salary is mm-hmm. twenty four thousand a year. Yeah. A year. Very low. Let me say that one more time: twenty four thousand a year. Yeah. Yep. It's insane. And police yeah. officers are eighteen. They're eighteen. 12.9 per 100,000 workers, 95 fatal injuries, um, most common fatal accidents, violence and other injuries by persons or animals, median annual wage, $61,000. They're 18th. It's wild. That is. And I, I and I feel for the cops in situations, like they do have a dangerous job. They do. They put themselves in they, 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 they And they kind of have to. They're they the front no, They don't have to. They do not have to. They're first responders they, to that. They're first responders, but their first response needs finesse. Yes, that's that's uh, the main thing. Main thing. As soon as you come out, guns drawn, ready to shoot, you know, my nerves are high, even if I did nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell, if I'm yep. across the street while you're questioning somebody and you do that, my nerves are high. Right. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know where to go. Right. Nears brick wall. I'm trying to duck. Tuck and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that narrative is a little is a little crazy. I just training has to be done more. Yeah. That's that's the only thing that's gonna change. Uh and while they're still shoot first, ask questions later, mm-hmm. I, I don't think much changes. Yeah. Until they're trained to not be scared. You have people patrolling areas that aren't going to be scared. Call for backup. Yeah. People who aren't going to be super cop and I don't know. At this point, it almost looks like they're collecting trophies. Yeah. Yeah. And they're and they're trying to prove themselves for that that uh the blue. Right. You know, protect and serve, but also cover my law enforcement's ass. Yeah. We'll protect and serve later. Like, I mean, they, I mean, it is true. They are protecting and serving. They're protecting their fellow law enforcement buddies and they are serving their jurisdiction. And it it should be protect and serve of the neighborhoods, like, for all communities all individuals and it kind of kind of isn't that way 
no? the majority of the time. How can we fix that? Like you said, training. Um, like you see, and like not all cops are bad. You see the other cops, you know, that are out there that are actually trying to protect and serve. They are actually trying to defuse situations. They are trying to do things. But then you always have bad apples everywhere, though. There's a bad apple in every profession, but we see more bad apples now in I, law enforcement. And my, my argument isn't that there should be no bad apples. You're right. There are bad apples everywhere. Yeah. There are police just trying to be out there and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not against any of those theories right. at all. What I'm against is the punishment for being said bad apple. Right. If I get an apple and I think it's bad, as soon as I bite into it, I throw the whole shit away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We tend to keep it and throw it with the other apples and hope nobody notices. And then they go to another jurisdiction. Another kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. You're very right. That's just how I see it, man. You're very right. Every once in a while, we might just plant a new tree. Yeah. I mean, I see that in politicians, too. Really? See a lot in politicians, man. And the reason why I say that is because I watched the Netflix series, The Family. Five episodes, and it's not biased. A lot of people try to say that Netflix is trying to push a narrative of the democratic narrative or whatever. But it's, at the end of the day, everybody has, everybody's trying to push an agenda. Everybody's trying to push an agenda and they're trying to push a narrative. Right. And this is coming from a guy who's a writer that was actually inside of the family, which is kind of cult-like for uh, men that are wealth, come from wealthy families. And they go to this house that looks like this big-ass white house. And they're, most of them are joining politics. And the guy that's the writer, his best friend was in it, and he joined with him because he wanted to try to find God and stuff like that and religion. And the whole basis was to try to put God into politics and how they deconstructed the Bible. Mm -hmm. They used David, Abraham, uh, the apostles, and uh, shoot, who's the fourth one? They use a, a fourth one, and that's their Bible. It's all black cover. They mm. took all of the other verses and chapters out of the Bible and left those fo- those four, and the title of that book is called Jesus. And their main goal is to go against Jesus, or to preach Jesus, and they're saying that if Jesus was alive, Jesus would actually carry an AK-47. And it's wild to me. Like they, they, they don't picture him as being the lamb, the, the carer, the nurturer. They picture him as the man that if Jesus was alive, he played football. And I'm like, whoa, this is interesting to me. And they base their stories on David. And like, you know, hmm. the, the story of David. Yeah. Like not David and Goliath, like David, the warrior. Oh, straight thinking David. The, Goliath. It, so the David, the warrior, he had his, the he beat had up Goliath. No. The, okay. the big the big war against the armies that he was going against with the Romans and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And so, when it comes to that, they preach on that, and they, they make David the hero. Because David, who was the warrior, he was the general, 
Bathsheba, who was the daughter of Eliam, was uh, of the noble birth, a beautiful woman. She became pregnant after David saw her bathing at the rooftop and stuff like that. David then ordered that Uriah be moved to the front of the line of the battle where he was killed, which Uriah was Bathsheba's husband. David slept with Bathsheba, who they labeled as a Jezebel, bared the kid, and had his best friend killed in battle so that his secret would be kept as if he were to just a just fall into marrying Uriah's wife because they had a child. And so what they're trying to say is that regardless of the mistakes that you made, you're David, you were chosen by God. So whatever you do is going to be okay as long as you repent and stuff. And then they try to put that into all the politicians. And they did one with a politician in Nevada. He... Do tell. He... So he... He he did a lot of corrupt things, and his best friend was also with his campaign. The guy who was a politician was sleeping with his wife, and all this crazy stuff. So his best friend aired it out to the family, which the family funds a lot of things. So they try to say they're the family of church or something as an organization of Christianity, so that way they can get on tax write-offs mm-hmm. and say that they're a, a, a religious entity. It's wild how easy that is to do. Yeah, they do it a lot. Caspi's filing like the <laughs> Jedi. Church of Jedi's. They do it a lot. And and he aired it yeah, out in Church the, of the Pop. And the family was like, We're gonna handle this, we're gonna have him break it off with your wife, da 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 and all this stuff. And so he comes out publicly and he says, you know, um everything that he did, I'm very sorry, what I did, I'm not gonna get out of my runnings, I'm still gonna do what I do. His best friend knew that he was still sleeping with his wife. He got on a, a red eye back to Nevada. And as soon as he got there, he seen his wife and his best friend, who was the politician, still doing the shit they were doing. He lost That's his wild. job. Really? He lost his job. His boy that was a politician, still a politician. And he got mad at him for airing it out to the family. Dude really? went on to, to the news and was like, I just wanted to do the right thing, and the family protected him. Right. Another cat did the same thing. Don't don't, don't get mad at me. Yeah. That dude lost his job, and he went to prison for three years for his boy because he aired out his boy that was sleeping with his wife. If you go to prison for three years, they're not holding your job. No, they're not. No. And and the, the crazy thing about it, he still loves his friend. I bet. The family, and just watching that... You can see how these cats were brainwashed by the family and how they do things. And the final episode talks about Donald Trump and how Donald Trump has never been like a man of God. He's and he's a, a evangelist, supposed evangelist. Really? And they're kind of going into this stuff. And they had an interview with Donald Trump saying, oh, yeah, I sip the wine whenever I'm at church. He's like, I really don't drink wine that much. But yeah, I only drink wine when it's there. Like, he couldn't even quote a Bible verse. Like, what no. What person do you know that's a person of God that cannot quote Bible verses off the top of their dome like a freestyle? Jesus wept. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they would do so many verses of stuff like that. And they 
they can do it, but Donald Trump couldn't do it, and he kept saying he was a man of God. Donald Trump says he's a man of many things he does. that he can't do. He does. Like, I don't, I don't really... I don't know. People, people just believe it nowadays. They do. If I could do my resume the way he does his resume, Man. yeah. Somebody teach me how to write that. Yeah, yeah. But he's the only one that could do that because it's him. If anybody else were to do it, they'd get bashed. And then you kind of see how Trump was kind of stroked with the family's ideas and how he kind of fell into stuff. And I, they did a lot of clips of Bill Clinton. Um, Ronald Reagan, Nixon, Bush, the main guy, they would always give him praise, but you never see the guy who's the main guy of the family ever because he wanted to be silent. He wanted to be secret. He's like the Bilderbergs. He's like the Rosicrucians, like all those secret societies that everybody talks about like the Bilderberg family. group yeah like they, they're the family is one of them like I highly recommend people I highly recommend it for y'all to watch it 25 episodes and it's not coming from a biased opinion because 25 episodes five, five, five episodes oh, oh, okay. only five I was about mm-hmm. to say 25 no no Damn. no only five an hour apiece five episodes and they break down a lot of things, like, and they're not coming from a biased place because the guy who wrote it, he's just like, these guys that are about this organization, they really feel the love and they're about this. Like, there's nothing bad I can say about them, but they do have an agenda, and it shows with how politicians react and how the narratives are with what they're presenting. And I was like bugged out. I was like mm-hmm. doomsday prepping. When I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, no wonder why they get away with stuff like that. Because they have a a place that backs them up. And there's a lot more stuff that happens in it that y'all just got to watch. It's, it's crazy. A lot of people talk about the Illuminati. No, the Illuminati has nothing on the family. At all. The family has power in politics. And they even changed the Bible to their own book to four chapters. They don't care about the other chapters. So, yeah, I highly, highly recommend y'all to watch The Family, man. That's just Netflix. Steal somebody's YouTube password or ask somebody for the YouTube password and watch. Because <laughs> it opens up your eyes. It really will. You too. <laughs> Decalcifies your penile gland. Yeah, yeah, man. Opens your third eye up. Yep, yeah, it opens it wide up. As long as you're looking at the right thing, brother. <laughs> yeah. Bad. So, yeah. We got anything else on the, the papillon on the docket, Trizzy? So, a lot more, a lot more we could talk about. Yeah, we could. a lot of things on, that happen. We could go into a rabbit hole. But. I'm hoping we're going to be back here soon. We are Discuss going. a little bit better. We are. Uh, so with that said, I'm definitely down. Get a little little tunage in. Mm-hmm. School some people to something we've been bumping. Yeah. And we can get up out of here. I'm all, I'm cool with that. What you got for the okay. tracks for the listeners? Man. E-40. Half a century. Man. 51. And and, and he's fifty one. Yes, he he alludes to it on another track. Dang. Uh. 
And I'm mad I can't. Mm. Mm. You know what? Just because it's not the sleep. Just because it's not the one that's going to play, right? <laughs> The worst part is next is Fab, but we're gonna skip Fab. So we just skipped over Fab. But he said something about being happy. Four blocks, you and your folks. What they call? They call me Mr. Gas, the most of people's hoes. People's hoes. I'm done with being broke. Broke up with bro. Broke up with bro. Used to rent, but now I got a house. No. Used to sell dope, but now this hustler sell hoes. E40. I mean that that was. I thought that was it, but that was he didn't even make the allusion to that one. We're gonna find this. Is it the one with ASAP Ferg? No. Roddy Rod? No. Well, that's the that's the sleeper. There we go. The nigga 40 water, that boy right there, he cowed. Garvey sticking out like a third in a punch bow. Punch bow. Let the Islam unravel, let it unfold. Let it unfold. How the fuck is he a half a hundred years old? Years old. I go to speed limit and accelerate to a buck fifty. Uh, rapping cursive, then rapping calligraphy. I don't do what everybody else do. I mean, but yeah, anyway, anyway. That goes on to say, I like the E40 project. Yeah, man. My favorite yeah. joint on there. He has a video for it as well. E40. Quavo, Roddy Rich, ASAP Ferg, Schoolboy Q. Yep. I like the double hook too. Chase the money. Yeah, I like what he did on that. Uh, I, I don't know. It just flows together. Two hooks sounds weird, but when you actually listen to it, it, it flows really nice. And I understand you got one as well. I do, man. Um, it's a different one for me. Uh, Children of Zeus. Yeah. From the Manchester, UK. And and 
I, I was kind of curious at the name, but yeah, I, I never heard of. I don't, I don't know the story behind the Children of Zeus, which I'm definitely going to dive into. But they have. You mean like Hercules? Yeah, it's kind of like that. The, the demigods. Yes, yeah, all yes, the just like that. Yeah, just like that. Um, yeah, they're one dude, Connie Khan. He's a he's the rapper. Um, Tyler Daly. He is the singer and also rapper, but he sings more. Um, they're a dope duo. Um, doing big things in the UK. They're they have yet to come to the United States, but they got a big US following. Big US following. Um, yeah, the track I have is uh, no strings attached. So the tracks that Trey and I discussed, that we're gonna definitely have the YouTube links for you guys to see the visuals. Yeah, you gotta see his visuals. Cause yeah, those voices don't match the faces. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to definitely see the visuals. The sound is good, though. They're, they're dope. And the video of the Children of Zeus, there's actually three songs they perform. The first one is the song that that I like the most, but I like a lot of theirs, and it's called No Strings Attached. So, yeah, um, those are definitely going to be in the uh, show notes, the podcast notes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Children of Zeus. Trizzy got the E-40, Roddy Rod, Asap Ferg, Schoolboy Q, Quavo, yeah. So, yeah, you know we got the tracks. Yep, yeah. We got we got good ears, man. We we listened to music for far too long. Yeah, we to know not good have music good from ears. bad music. Mm-hmm. So, good yeah. hip hop from bad hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Good R and B, no clarinets, jazz music. I mean, no Kenny G. If if it calls for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you gotta I, be in the mood. I mean, I'd much rather take Masego over Kenny G. No disrespect to Kenny G. You were still a legend, but Masego is that man on the sax. I mean, I got to hear more Masego. <laughs> you got to hear more Masego. Yeah. My, horn, my horns are like a little older. I feel give that. Me, give me some Dizzy Gillespie on the trunk. Okay, okay. You're talking old school abstract. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Abstract old school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let them get busy. But all right. It's about cool to dip ones. out the poppy on. Yeah, we're about to hit the Dream Lounge. Yep, yeah. Been a good one. It has. We will catch you on the next one. We got any wisdom to depart with? You know. I'm liking the the trend I'm seeing on going out positive. You know. The, y'all just keep speaking your mind. Like, we gotta we gotta make more movements. We gotta make more knowledge. Like, more actions. Instead of just hashtags. Like... You know, inspire others. Influence the world. Let the world be influenced by you. Like, Sure. With, with that, move carefully. Yeah. Yeah. Preserve your beans. Yes. Yes. Protect your peace. Mm. Hold it. Don't, don't let that get out of hand. Yeah, for real. Whatever piece you got, zip it up. Bag it up. Wrap it up. Yep. Before you clap it up. Strap it up. <laughs> yeah, that that's our wisdom. Yeah, we we gonna drop wisdom every time we go in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But yeah, it's the cool ones. I'm Jam TJ. I'm Trizzy Trey. It's the pop yawn. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>